Hey guys, welcome back to Make Pods Great Again. I'm here with my bestie Nikki, who has a new hairdo. This new do was <laughs> quarantine do's. I know, looking all wide. I'm not sure. I can't remember the last time I saw you with washed hair. That's awesome. It's really good. You haven't. I don't think I've washed my hair in quarantine. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I would usually wait until Matt tells me my head smells and then I wash it. Well, it looks fantastic. So. Thanks. Congratulations. Are you, do you congratulate women on new hair, Deuce? Is sure. Why not? I never yeah, congratulate my daughters, but I, I never know what they're walking in with. Mira walked in with blue hair the other day. I was like, all right, there you go. That was good. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, I was into it. It was good. You know what else I'm into? Patreon. Ah, uh, yes, as am I. We have had so much fun with the folks that have signed up for our Patreon. We, like, just <laughs> last week, we asked a whole bunch of, like, questions we were like basically doing like an ama and they submitted a bunch of questions to us and then we recorded an episode answering all of their questions with our deepest darkest secrets so if you're interested in hearing john and i talk about ourselves and nothing at the same time um join our patreon because that was actually a really fun conversation it is fun and you get to know people by name so i like that because there's like a million of you guys on the instagram page but in patreon there's not a million. So if there was, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. No, um, (laughs) seriously, a million people each gave us five bucks. Yeah, no, there's Jerry and Edith and Martin and Devin and Armin and, uh, and Edith is my favorite. Uh, only <gasps> that's my grandmother's name. As soon as oh, she joined, I was like, "We're picking no. favorite Patreon people." I haven't, yeah. I haven't done that. I have to I, look. No, I, I don't know if she's my favorite, but she joined, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's my grandmother, my favorite grandmother's name." And I shouldn't Aww. say that because I have two grandmothers, and the other one's still alive. So, oh, um, oh. well, they don't <laughs> listen, so that's fine. No, Edith is my favorite name. I'm like, I love that. I so, love it too. Yeah, it's very cool. So yeah, join the Patreon, and you get. Uh, get gifts you get stuff like discounts yeah, you get stuff and, and discounts patches. on our merch patches stickers um you can get a t-shirt sent your way and early access to episodes and some exclusive content and you just get to be our friend so join us yeah. over there. and i don't mean to brag but the new merch that's coming out this week is killer it's so funny because like i didn't I didn't know what to expect getting to like the merch game, right? So we had this new logo that was like baller and people really liked it and I liked it too. So I was glad that we made some teas and tanks with that. But then like you had these ideas and we're like throwing them out there and people were all about them. So I am so excited for the new merch because people basically like ask for it by name now. Yeah, well, this the scale and bail shirt I think is is super fun. I've been going to these five thirty classes, and it was the first thing I noticed. So I'm like, because I've been going to PM classes, people go to PM and they just hang out, they chill, drink fit aids, they talk, mm-hmm. they like do extra credit, they warm up for like two hours, like they just yep. they just hang out, like it's like they don't even have a house to go to. The people in the mornings, however, they come in. Nobody talks. Nope. They do the wad. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as it's done, they clean their shit and go. And like, you don't see them. They just bail, <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, I am all about this life. Scale and bail. That's mm-hmm. it. And uh, as soon as I posted that, man, I had dozens of people message. They're like, oh my God, that's me. And I'm like, no, 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 that's me. That's my It's life. also me. It me. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think people will like it. And just for the beasts out there, there will be a RX and flex shirt to go with it. So, uh, so you can choose. You can be what you want to be that day. You can RX and flex or you can scale and bail. I will usually scale yeah. and bail. Usually. So 
I'm usually scaling because I need mobility, which takes us to our sponsor. It's like a choose your own adventure. Yes. Choose your own adventure. I'm choosing mobility. That's our sponsor this week. Mobility movement. Yes. Oh my gosh. That probably the only time that you pick mobility as your adventure. (laughs) I I watched mobility this week. You and uh, Allison Scuds did uh, an Instagram live together and did, and you guys actually did one of their routines, which I thought we was actually very cool. did. That was awesome because I've been saying for a while that they're like little 10 minute sessions that sort of like focus on one part of your body or another have been my favorite because I'm like every other CrossFitter. I just suck at making time for it. I suck at finding the time and forcing myself to do it. And the thought of sitting down and doing 20 or 30 minutes of mobility is intimidating to me sometimes. So their little 10 minute like spot treatment sessions are awesome. And me and Allison Scuds did one on IG live. And then we did like a big Q and A and it was so much fun. And John is going to do one. Let's let's tamp down the excitement because I (laughs) like, first of all, I, I'm doing it with Saxon Pancheck. We will not be together because he is in full quarantine getting ready for the games. He won't even come to the gym. It's ridiculous. And uh, so he'll do it from his remote hidden location, wherever that is. And I'll do it from my remote hidden location. And uh, I'll do the same Q&A with him. Uh, you guys can laugh at how ridiculously bad my mobility is. But Saxon's is not. He's very mobile. It's to be expected of a games athlete. And it should be yeah. fun. It'll yeah. be good. That's how it was with me and Allison, too. I was like, you're so bendy. I used to be that. I felt so old. I was like, I used to be bendy. <laughs> oh, you're now so bendy. old. Yeah, you're, you trust me, you looked infinitely better than I will. But, uh, <laughs> well, for anyone, mobility movement has been helping with that. So it does help. It's certainly been helping. But, you know, for me, it's, <laughs> it's like repainting a burned down house. So <laughs> it's a lot to work on. It's a lot to work on, but, oh. uh, it'll be fun. And for those of you that want to join mobility movement, which I, I do highly suggest because it is, you know, something that we should all do. Uh, check out their website. You can get their app. Uh, mobility movement is spelled M V M N T. Right. Boom. Got it right. I'm very Boom. Proud, proud we don't need no stinking vowels. I don't need no vowels. Mm-mm. And uh, check it out and you'll get a 25% discount if you use our code, which is MPGA25. Yeah. So, yeah. So go use it. So tonight we have a uh, very special guest, Athena Perez, who's an author. Uh, lost 250 pounds. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. It's an insane amount of weight doing CrossFit and is just has such a great story to tell because her journey focuses so much more on just, um, physical activity and eating, right? Like she really, in her book, she dives really far into the mental game and the struggle and the fact that this life we live and getting the body you want being unhealthy or overweight, like it is all tied to mental health and the the kind of stressors that we have in life. And that's something that people don't really talk about often. So it was really cool to catch up with her. I'm excited for you guys to hear our little interview with her. Yeah. She's super sweet, super fun. Her nickname is Bean. So I had a special affinity toward her since uh, of course. I have a cat of named course. Bean, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. So with that, off to the show. Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John. Back again two nights in a row with Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. It's like I didn't see you for a little bit because you're on vacation. And so now I need to see you every night. Every single (laughs) night. And uh, you caught me on one where I'm really tired. I did a wad in the afternoon, like late afternoon after work. And my shoulders are lit up. And now I'm drinking my basic B uh, (laughs) spike seltzer. Hard seltzer. And and, yeah, and recovering. So it's good. But I'm glad to be podcasting again. And we have special guest, Athena Perez. Athena, how are you? I'm good. It's 
freaking awesome to be here. I love it. We yeah. are so stoked to have you on because your story, I, I was just telling Athena before we started recording, like, I feel like I know you because <laughs> I like, I feel like we're friends because I've, I've watched a couple of your videos and you have such an awesome story that um, if, if you know it in the community, it's quite powerful and impactful. And if you don't know it, then I'm really excited to have you on the show tonight to be able to tell a little bit about what you've been through and also yeah. how you are, um, you've published a book about I, I still have a hard time even saying that, like I did a book, like I actually finished it. It's Girl, so you wrote a book. I know. A freaking book. Come on. It's still a little unreal, but yeah. Cool. See, I've never finished a book that didn't have crayons. So <laughs> I, I, I struggle with the thought of uh, writing that many sentences. Athena and I were talking before we came on. It's like, I just do like single sentences, you know, like I can't wrap my mind around writing an entire book. Like I can do one snarky comment post a photo and I'm done. And that's good for me, you know, but sitting down writing chapter after chapter is like, I don't know. It's like, like it's kind of awe inspiring. I don't mean to you know sound like I'm fawning over you, but like it, it for me, it is like as yeah. a, as someone who does some writing, like it's really, uh, I just, I can't even imagine how challenging that is. So maybe that's the first question for you, I guess. It's like when you jumped into this process, was it what you expected or it's just like, have you always been writing and it's just second nature to you? no, no, I, 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 no, I, I was a blog. Yeah. You know, I called myself a blogger. Like the difference between blogging and writing, like people that call themselves professional writers, I would say is night and day. I, I think a, a writer would laugh at a blogger. Um, you know, I, I had to come up with two to 300 word blogs and that's nothing compared to, to writing this thing. So no, I had no, um, no, uh, no insight as to what this was going to look like or, or feel like going through it. And I miss, I used to have a blog. I miss blogging. I I totally miss it. It was fun. But for me, it was like, you know, I'd get it out on paper and then I'd walk around and never think about it again. And, uh, (laughs) and I don't know, I don't know if I was well read or not. I felt like I was getting a lot of hits, but you know, I wasn't getting a lot of feedback on it. And I'd read other people's blogs and be like a thousand comments. I'm like, well, this sucks. Nobody likes me. So this sucks. I'm going to start memes. (laughs) So I'm just going to start making fun of people and then they'll comment. (laughs) And they'll definitely follow me. Look at him now. My, how far we've come. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure that's far. I'm not sure that's considered far. Actually. Uh, Don't, don't, don't be. Please. Same girl, same. Actually, don't be for real because days like today, John will text me and be like, people are lighting me up in the DMs oh. and comments and I'm about to walk away from it all. And I'm like, no, please don't. We need your humor. Oh my God. People get keyed up about the small, like yeah. what's really funny. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to bet, especially when your book hits that you'll, you'll start experiencing this is like people when they follow you and follow you long enough, they've, and I think, especially with the podcast, they feel like they get to know you because, you know, Nikki and I have like this really casual conversational style and they, they feel like they're in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when they DM me, they will have never talked to me before. And then they'll send me a DM and they don't even start with, Hey John, how's your day going? It's just like, Hey, let me tell you why you were wrong asshole. And then Ooh. they just blast me, you know? And I'm like, all right, let's, let's slow down back up. You know, say hi, introduce yourself before you tell me how dumb I am. <laughs> you know, it really gets, it does get frustrating, you know, the kind of the lack of, of what I would call positive reinforcement and, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of overwhelming negative, you know, when people want a message it's because they're pissed off and I get it. Like, you know, I get that way from time to time too, but it's still like, 
Yeah. So don't be, don't be jealous. Please have, don't. have you ever like, this is a great question for you because you, you just said something I thought was really, um, you said people, people believe they know you, you know, mm-hmm. they follow, they follow all your stuff and they hear you talking and they get to know you. And then you post something and you're like, you know, I, I never thought you could post something like that. Like that's actually happened to me. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was shocking. It was a couple of months ago. So I think it was Wad Nation posted this, um, you know, and I appreciate humor. It's funny. Um, they posted this. Um, it was a Girl Scout cookie, like a picture of a Girl Scout cookie. And it said um, it had the equivalent of burpees on it. So I was like, what a funny idea. So I took that and I said, well, why don't I just do the whole line of Girl Scout cookies and post what the burpee equivalent is for the <laughs> servings? Because I'm like, this is hilarious. Hell yeah. And, and so, you know, I'm posting it on my stories and it's amazing to me how many people wrote me and said, Athena, how could you post that? We thought we knew you. Um, you know, there should never be any kind of punishment for for um for eating a cookie. And I'm like, um, you know, uh, I didn't think like that. I just thought it was funny. Like I've never punished myself with food. Like if they knew me, they would know that, but it was shocking. But oh man, anyway, it just resonated because I'm like, why can't it just be funny? Yeah. Keyboard because warriors, man. They think ah. you have, a, they think you have a platform and that's their line. Well, you should know better because you have this big platform or some, my favorite is someone with a platform, your size should be doing yeah. X. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'll, I'm like, can you guys understand? Like I, I'm not making money at this. Like this isn't a financial thing. It's just a, passion project. It was just fun. Like I like to laugh. I like to do funny things. And just because something is funny, doesn't mean I even believe in it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can post things. Like I, I posted several kind of religious themed memes and people will, which is always a bad idea, by the way, it's always a bad idea. Always. Yes. It's a terrible (laughs) idea, but they're funny. (laughs) They are funny. And I contend Jesus would laugh. Um, but eventually, like, you know, somebody will post and, and will message me and tell me how irreverent it is or how I shouldn't be making fun of their religion. I'm like, I'm not like, you just have to look at it for what it is. It's just simply some, sometimes a joke is just a joke. It's not a endorsement. It's not a. Yeah. There's a, no like secret yeah. message behind it. It's just funny. And I'm right. sharing it because I thought it was funny and I'm hoping somebody else gets the same laugh I did. Exactly. We're probably running into the same problem. Like I run into problems because people see the name of my page and they just assume Mm -hmm. I'm far right. They see make watch great again. Oh, it must be make America great again. He must believe in Trump. Let's follow him. And then the second I post something for Outwad or women's rights or whatever. Oh Mm -hmm. man. Like they're all over me. You know, I like I've duped them somehow. And I would imagine in your case where you're, you know, talking about weight loss, like it sounds like kind of the same thing where they're going, yeah, you know, oh, we've spent so much time invested in this. How could you make? How could you post a picture of a cookie? Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> why would you do that? Why, Athena, why would you support punishment for eating something? I'm like, I. I you guys know. thought way deeper than I did. Yeah, people don't understand mm-hmm. the correlation between that between what you're saying and how you're you are joking about it, but I will, I will back up a little bit because for the people that don't necessarily know your story yet, they might not understand how like triggering that would be to your followers. So let's back up for just a second and explain a little bit about what you have been through in your life yeah. to lead yeah. to you 
kind of getting to this incredible accomplishment of not only where you're at in your personal health and wellness, but also writing this book, which is epic. Mm -hmm. Oh, where do I start? Where do you start? I don't know. Can you, you know I what? I will, I will ask more specifically. Can you start from when you were very young? Because that is sort of the part of your story to me that resonates as almost the most shocking, like how you originally spiraled into this very unhealthy relationship with food. Well, yeah. Um, and, and I think that that's what people um, know most because that was what was in the original CrossFit video. So that's mm -hmm. what they had seen. Um, childhood was um, a little brutal. Um, went through um, a lot of years of horrible physical abuse, a lot of mental abuse. Um, and that's how the weight problem started. Um, food was used as punishment, um, force feeding, lack of, um, there was a little bit of everything. And, um, and then from there, you know, you, I get out of this abusive home, but then you start getting into different situations. And of course, when you never deal with a problem, when it starts so young, then you go into life and then you start experiencing other things that happen, but because you never dealt with the first one, it just snowballs. And that's oh, yeah. kind of, it's kind of a reoccurring theme in the book. It just starts from one and then it goes to the next, to the next, to the next. And for the, for the people that don't know that, you know, over, overcame a lot of that sort of yeah. in the, in the mental space, in the physical space as well, obviously losing a bunch of weight, but what was it about finding CrossFit and like our community that began to help you unravel all of those layers? Because it's not just like you walked into a gym one day and you were like, I'm cured. I'm healthy. No, no. Now I'm mentally good too. Like yeah. it, it probably was the start of something that allowed you to sort of like, you know, dig deeper into all of those layers. Um, there was a lot of like mental work that happened before I walked into the gym. Um, the book covers so much of that, the, the background work, I call it the behind the scenes, the stuff that nobody sees. Yeah. Um, CrossFit was, uh, I call it a beautiful accident. Cool. Um, because it wasn't like when, the very first time that I walked into a box, it's not like I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a CrossFitter. It never even occurred. It, like that thought never crossed my mind. It was, uh, I just want to, I, I want to learn how to walk again. And as I started going to this box, working with, um, you know, this trainer and being around it, that's how it kind of happened. I was attracted to the barbell. Mm. I feel like that's a, that's a feeling we know and love. A lot of people can relate <laughs> to that feeling. With, right? Totally. Totally. Really attractive, was drawn to it, picked it up. And that was all she wrote. How long have you been crossfitting? Uh, three years, almost three oh, years. Exactly. Wow. It, it took me that long to even want to pick up a barbell. So good for you. <laughs> and so I was scared of the barbell. I'm in, I'm always impressed with someone like yourself thinking, "Oh man, I love the barbell." Because I was scared of it. Like, really, really? I will, yeah, yeah. Like, it's scary, man. Like, you see, I see the videos, people dropping that thing on their head, and like cleans. Like, everybody gets good at cleans, and like every time I do one, I'm like, "Man, that's gonna hit my chest. That's gonna hurt." 
Like, you know, it makes me feel powerful. It does. It does. does. I get, I get that feeling, but I guess I'm just, I'm just always impressed when people just like immediately fall in love with it because it took me a while. Like it took me a while. It grew on me. I love it now. Don't get me wrong. Like it's, you know, I, I understand that feeling of power and it can, you can release anger and anguish and stress and anxiety on the barbell, but man, it took me a while, you know? So I was afraid of other things. I wasn't afraid of the barbell. I was afraid of um, like boxes. Hmm. Like, um, like the first time I ever tried a box jump, like that was terrifying jump rope. I was terrified of, you know, the, the stuff that I knew was jarring. That's what scared me. Not the barbell. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah. you said that you wanted to like relearn to walk again. What, what kind yeah. of physical state were you in? Oh, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, so I walked into a box on two canes. So I had to use the canes when I walked in. I couldn't walk unassisted. So I had to learn how to get off the canes before I could even, you know, like consider myself a CrossFitter. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. You probably CrossFitter the second you walked in that door, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't know it. That's all. Exactly. (laughs) there the whole time. Exactly. How have you found that? carried over into the rest of your life now like I'm just imagining coming in with two canes and like how hard it was Mm -hmm. the first time you did the box jump you know but now that you've started to master those things has it made it easier for you and in other challenging areas of your life you know I think that this is something that we could all agree with I think it's a common theme within CrossFit you know when you go through really tough workouts and you think that you're not going to get through it it carries over into everything you do, right? Um, you have a you have a brutal workout. You think you're going to die, and then two hours later, you're like, "Well, that wasn't so bad. I could probably do that again." You know what I mean? In the heat of it, you're like, "I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm never doing that again." Totally. And then three hours later, you're ready to hit it again, and you're like, "I know I can probably beat my time next time." Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. Um, CrossFitters do. So anyway, like in life, I think that it carries through and, and then it sounds more like today wasn't such a bad day at work. I could do it again tomorrow. You know, it'll be a better day tomorrow or writing the book. You know, all I have to do is 200 words today or 500 words today and then I can do it again tomorrow. And it, it, it just changes how you look at life. That's so yeah. true. And I always get like I, I see people overcoming things. Like even for me, it's not the workouts, although the, you know, those help, you know, I certainly have those same moments where I do a really hard workout and then something bad happens tomorrow and I'm like, all right, I can get through this. But for me, it's like seeing people like what you're mentioning, they overcome something. And I'm like, man, if Athena can learn to box jump, why am I bitching about X? (laughs) You know, like I start to feel guilty about, you know, the things that I'm worried about when I see someone coming in, I get really geeked out in gyms when I see people overcoming real obstacles in life. That's why I'm, I'm getting kind of excited about your book now. So send me a copy. <laughs> totally. Totally. Now I, I'm like made of questions when it comes to like the mental aspect of this, because yeah. I feel like we don't talk about it a lot. Like, especially in our community, we talk about what diet you should be on, how many minutes of cardio you should do, what type of strength training you should do. So I have a lot of questions about the mental aspect, but, but before we get there, can you just hit us with the numbers you were uh, weighing in at how much and, and and what have you lost now in the course of the last three years? 
Well, the number's been kind of a guess the whole time. It's we. I don't know what it was. Uh, I mean, I've taken a couple flying guesses, but when it, when I got on the scale, um, it just used to flash an error sign, and the scale maxed out at four fifty. So I don't know. Um, when I started losing weight, it took a while for it to register. So I had to guess. Um, so I, I basically took the last recorded weight that I was weighed in at on this, you know, kind of industrial scale at the doctor's office when I was going through like surgery process and then added some weight because we were not good for the next two months at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it was probably at least 20 or 30 pounds higher wow. easily. Wow. So we think it was somewhere near 500, me and the mouse in my pocket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what about uh, what about flash forward three years? Uh, flash forward three years, we're down to twenty five. We still have we still have about a hundred more to go. I had put on a little weight during knee surgery, so sure. <laughs> we're gonna have to work a little bit of that off. But sure. two twenty five is the number right now. Wow! Uh, holy yes. moly! Look at you. That's I'm, I'm, epic. I know. I'm almost speechless. I, I can't. I'm like I'm struggling to wrap my mind around the amount of willpower and consistency it takes to do that. I mean, that's like really, I mean, it's really like kind of awe-inspiring. Like I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I give up on almost anything after 90 days. Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's just, it's really amazing. Good for you. Thank you. So taking it back to, like I said, the mental aspect, I have so many questions about because we're just, we're like in the CrossFit community. We're so fast to be like, Mm-hmm. Oh, well, have you tried, you know, do, have you doing one a days, two a days? Are you on a strength program? Like, are you, and it's all meant to be very helpful. Like no one is coming at you from like a bad place What's of that? like yeah. malice or anything like that. But even with the diets, it's like, oh, are you counting calories? Are you doing this? Are you, are you tracking your macros? Do you know what, I, like how, how were you able to honestly, mentally, first and foremost, just even get to a point where you're like, I need to make a change. Because that barrier is something that I think we all struggle with and we don't talk about often. We don't talk about how you even get yourself to a mental place where you can accept that, that you're going to try something for if you're John 90 days or if you're you for three years. Um, here's the best analogy that I can think of. Like, um, let's see. This is what comes to mind first. So if this is a horrible analogy, forgive me, but have you ever been at a job where you finally get to that one day where you're like, screw this. Yeah. Yeah. Today, 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 actually. Yeah. Every day (laughs) of my life. (laughs) If you've been there, then, then I think that you could identify with that feeling. Like you literally Mm -hmm. have to get so sick of being that way that you finally just say, I'm either, I'm either, I've either got to make a change or, this is the hell that I'm going to be in forever. And mm. if you were at a job, you'd walk out, you quit. Something's got to give, you know? Yeah. So um, for me, uh, I thought I was going to die. Um, I, I, I literally thought I was going to die. Um, there was a bottle of hydrocodones in the kitchen and I was like, how many is it going to take to make it all go away? Mm. I just wanted the pain to stop. And that was kind of the, you know, the point of that was it for me. It's amazing to me how many people, I mean, Nikki and I have had this conversation with several people. We had um, 
I don't know if you know John David, who runs Obese to Beast, is a YouTube. Yes, I was uh, just uh, thinking this. Like he was, that. he was, yeah, he was on last night, and we were chatting with him. He's a good friend of ours, and and almost identical story. Like he mm-hmm. started his journey because he was afraid he was, was going afraid to of die. dying. Yeah, and yeah. he was having you know some kind of you know, what he felt were hard issues, and you know it's just that fear and the same thing. Like he didn't want to exist that way anymore. So it's yeah. I, you know, the doctors, I mean, it was scary. You know, they, they told me that if I didn't get some pressure off the knees immediately, that, that I was going to end up in a wheelchair. And I think they said that word forward, Athena, if you, if you don't, if you don't make a change now, you're going to lose the ability to walk. And I, I don't know. I I don't think it registered until then, um, like how bad it was. So if I, if we can flash forward a little bit, I want to talk some about your book. Um, you know, as you're, you've, you've gone over this, I would call it a massive, I mean, this sounds like a massive change to me, you know, total lifestyle change. You're now, you know, three years in a CrossFit, which is not easy at any weight. Um, what are your real, like, what are your goals with this book? Are you, are, are you just trying to tell your story? Are you trying to help others? Like what, what are you really wanting to get out of it? Um, To Nikki's point, I think, Nikki, you said something very profound, and I'm glad that you brought up the mental part of it, because um, one of the reasons that I wanted to write it and share it with people was because it's not talked about at all, at all. Um, And it's shocking how the the mental side of of, uh, this type of, you know, people that need help losing weight walk into a box um, the mental side, I feel like is almost entirely forgotten. Um, and it's, it's almost 90% of it. Um, I have this rule where I call it the, you know, how some people will talk about like the 80, 20 rule, 80%, um, diet, 20% working out. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in that. I believe in a 70, 20, 10, it's 70% mental, 20% nutrition, 10% physical. So you're talking 70% of the effort is going to be up here. And if that's not addressed, then you're not going to solve the problem anyway. So that's why that's what I wanted to talk about in the book is just to, to tell people like there was a, there was a lot of years of stuff that I had to work through before I ever walked in there that I don't think it would have been possible had I not dealt with the mental side of it first. I think that is huge insight for everyone yeah. in our community. And, and the reason I say that is because there are plenty of people who are in a really great place physically uh, and they, their physique is exactly where they want it to be. And they are still suffering from some of the very same mental demons that that caused you to walk in there because you wanted to lose weight or someone who mm-hmm. wants to gain weight or muscle or whatever. Like there are just so many of us that need to address or at least recognize that that is, that is something that is worth addressing because you can't get yourself to an unhealthy place mentally about any of this stuff, about mm-hmm. with your relationship with food, with your relationship with how you look or how you feel or how you perceive other people see you or the way that Everything. you look. I mean, everything like everything in your life yeah the mental health aspect of it runs so many parts of what we do on a daily basis and crossfit is certainly there or any kind of physical activity is certainly there to help us 
feel good and sweat it out and you take it out on the barbell or whatever, but like, it can't be the only solution. We need to find that within ourselves as well to balance that out. It, it has to be that way. How right. much, how much are you still uh, fighting that mental battle? Like I made a joke to somebody the other day that I thought I had body dysmorphia because I like, I'm, I'm at the lightest I've ever been. And I still, I think like a lot of us, get on the scale and I'm like, Oh, I gained two pounds. Or I'm like, you know, why is this not getting, but why am I still chubby here or whatever? You know, like in, and when I look in the mirror, I see myself how I looked 10 years ago before I started CrossFit. Like I can't mm-hmm. mentally, I can't get that out of my head, even though I know I look infinitely different, you know, how much are you still fighting kind of that mental battle from where you were three years ago and where you were today or where you are today? Um, it's definitely like not where it was like when I, maybe in that first year, um, I struggled because every time I looked in the mirror, I still saw the Athena that walked in there on that first day, because sometimes that's still how I feel. And I think, um, um, now I don't struggle with that as much because I've, I feel like I've made peace with where I'm at. It doesn't mean that I'm satisfied with where I am. It just means that I'm at peace where I'm at right now. Like, you know, you're on a journey and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I talk about this too, is that, you know, you got to make peace with time because Mm. you don't control time. None of us do. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not, you you are certainly not um, asking for or working for any of the types of changes that happen overnight. So making peace with time is, is so very important to ensuring the stability of all your other sort of like yeah. mental games that are happening. I, I'm still trying to make peace with you calling Nikki profound, whatever that's worth. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to forget that moment. I know you were... <laughs> You were smirking like a Cheshire cat. As soon as the words left her mouth, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to hear the end of this for like the next 30 podcasts. Uh, All John, I'm gonna hear. Uh, let me just, can I, if I could just make a profound statement, yes, please? Yes, let me make a profound <laughs> point. I, I mean, I, I think you're making a great point here. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking for myself, like not even for our audience. Like I, I legit struggle with this. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, a great thought of like, I'm coming up on my fiftieth birthday. In oh my! Just, I know, in just a couple of weeks, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I was talking to somebody about this today of like how much fitter I am at fifty than I was at forty, mm-hmm. and I have photos of myself at forty, like when I started fitness, like, and I'm gonna compare. I haven't looked at them. I haven't gone back to look, but I'm gonna look in a couple of weeks to see the differences in my body, you know. But I haven't really connected until you just said it that passage of time. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's really, that's helpful to me. I hope it's helpful to others of just like, now I'm thinking, you know, what are my before and afters going to look like at 60 other than I'm going to be wrinkly um, <laughs> or more wrinkly, I more should wrinkly. Say. <laughs> you know, maybe they'll come up, maybe they'll come up with a pill to grow hair. I'll have a full head of hair at 60. That'd be amazing. Wow. I know. Like I can't picture you with hair. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, Hmm, what would that look like? What would it be? I'm going to, if I can, I'm going to grow a fro. It's going to be awesome. Like nice. a, like an old set, like an old seventies, just like big. It's going to be amazing. I'm here for it. I'm I'll here for get it. a perm, a total perm. It'll be hot. 
So obviously we know you're still on your journey, but what are some of your goals right now? Like not, not weight or scale related. You've been like crushing it in the gym now and really accomplishing some things that you weren't sure you could do in the beginning. So like, what are some of your crossfit fitnessy kind of goals? Uh, well, um, <laughs> Next, uh, next goal crusher. Um, so I got a team put together. There's Ooh. four of us and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going for the qualifiers for the beginners team of Wadapalooza this next year. Oh, wow, that's yeah. awesome. So okay. We're going for it. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't see myself like turning competition into one of those things that, that, you know, I want to do all the time, but I want to be able to say I did it once. Totally. Totally. So oh, that will be cool. That's a and huge like, goal. That is a huge goal. And have you ever been to Wadapalooza? No. It no, is it looks incredible though. Yep. It's totally like the Mecca of all things party fitness. And it is such an awesome stage for CrossFitters or fitness enthusiasts of any single level to hit the competition floor because you feel like a rock star. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. like the support and the people in the stands and like everyone is there for the beginners and the masters and the teenagers and the adaptive athletes. And like, they don't care that you're not Matt Fraser. Like they are there to cheer you on. And that is a really, mm-hmm. really cool environment to be in. So I really hope you guys train hard, train hard I, and qualify. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try the, um, I was a little nervous about it at first because you know, the, the legs are still healing. Sure. So, um, but you know, I, I shoot for big goals. So there you go. go. Well, the beauty of team competition is that maybe there's ways you can break it up where your partners take on some of the more like, exactly. Exactly. I I think I love that part of it. I've never been on a team before like that. So yeah, I, I think, I feel like that could utilize all of our strengths in different ways. You know, like maybe my legs aren't as strong as the other three, but totally, totally sort of along those lines and as in, in terms of like you and your teammates and people at the gym that are around you, have you been able to, now that you've been on your journey for a little while, have you Mm -hmm. been able to turn around and help other people support other people? Have you, have you seen anyone else walk in the gym and you've been like, Oh, let me, I've been there. Let me, uh, let me hook you up with some mental fortitude or anything like that. Oh yeah. Like before I, um, well, I started coaching and before I went out for surgeries, I had a, a class that was, um, I call it my special class. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was specifically geared towards those athletes that walked into the box, uh, kind of in the same position that I did. Cool. And I love working with that demographic because it's just, I get it. So um, that's actually what I'm working on right now is, uh, I just got approved for my affiliate. So, um, we're going to do, um, the same thing. And that's, uh, specifically who I want to work with or the people that were just like me. Wait, hold on. Did you just say you're opening your own CrossFit affiliate? Yes. I think, yes yeah. You're yeah. opening your own CrossFit affiliate. It's like a little, it's a, it's a, it's a small like very humble, small box, but yeah, I got approved for it. So it's called scaled nation CrossFit. And, um, 
Um, the reason behind the name was, you know, I want to make scaled cool again. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Thank That's you. our next shirt, actually. <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll co-brand with you. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yep. Um, scaled is a word that I'm just, I am so proud of because it's what enabled me to to even be a CrossFitter. And it's a word I say with pride, you know, like I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like it's CrossFit's dirty little word. And I'm like, ah, it, it wasn't for me. It's because so. it is people view it as weakness. Like I I've done the last two or three open scaled and I catch so much grief from followers because they're like, Oh, you can RX, you should be. And I'm like, no, I've, I want yeah. to scale. Like there's nothing embarrassing about scaling. I don't no. go home feeling like I've been run over by a Mack truck. I feel great. It doesn't interrupt my training. You're not like, injured. Yeah. And most importantly, I can continue to train because I'm not injured, you know, but exactly. people look, they view it like it's weakness and it's not, you know, I, um, I, I hear it a lot. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard it this way too. Um, I'll hear people talk about the workouts and they'll say, well, uh, I did this, 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 I, I did a great workout, had a great day, scored really good, but it was scaled. And I'm like, I don't know why people say it like that. Like, but it was scaled. Yeah. But like, what's wrong with scaled? Like, you went in and got your butt kicked today. What is the big deal? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. why couldn't you just say you had a great workout instead yeah. of but it was scaled? Here's how scaled I am. So here's the, the things I <laughs> okay. teach people. Now it's the competition. Yes. No, no, no. Here we go. No, here, like, we go. Here, here are the things I teach people. Like there are no extra points for doing things harder. None. Right. I'm in the gym the other day and it's just hot as heck. And uh, there's a guy there that's a little bit older than me and he's a relatively new CrossFitter. And the workout had uh, step ups on a box with a, with a dumbbell and he's setting up and I walk over. I'm like, no, 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 buddy, let's move your box. He's like, why? I'm like, because it's cooler, closer to the door. Like you don't need to be all the way out in the gym, move your box. So he sets everything up. I'm like, pick up your dumbbell, put it on the box. He's like, why? I'm like, because you don't need to do a deadlift every single time you do a step up, just pick it up off the box. It's allowed. He's like, it's allowed. I'm like, yes. He's like, I love you, dude. He's like, thank you. You're like, he's, he's grateful for the tips. And it's like, he's working harder when he doesn't need to, you know? And I, I think oftentimes people start to think if I'm not RX or if I don't move to the hottest part of the gym or make this like some sort of Spartan, you know, experience, (laughs) they're not going to get the full, yeah. Like they're not going to get the full experience of CrossFit. And it's, that's just, I yelled at my dad for this other day. He's rowing in the hottest part of the gym and 98 degree Mississippi weather. And he's 75 years old. I'm like, are you insane? Like there's no extra points for that. Get a bottle of water, get in front of the fan, get on the rower, take some breaks. You're still going to be fit. Like, so true. I was uh, last year during the open, I, I used to post the, um, you know, the workouts would show up and then I would post like Athena's scaled version, like, Hey, here's some suggestion for you guys on how you can scale these. And so many people would write back and they would go, well, you know, is that allowed? You know, can we do it that way? And I, I was just like, well, yeah, you can do it that way. Are, are you trying to get into the top 20? Cause if you're not, it really doesn't matter. Right. Right. You can do it however you need to do it. Don't ask people like, is this allowed? Yes, it's allowed. Just do it. 
Right. And I think that it's fine to have goals. I think that if you can't do a box jump on your first day, but you want to yeah. someday and you are scaling it for a while and then you're RXing it for a while. And then later on, you're really sore and you decide to scale it again, or you're recovering from an injury. Like there is no linear, like you don't just mm-hmm. get to the end point where you RX and you're done. Like we're all just working out on a daily basis, <laughs> depending on how you feel or what you're going through, it could change. So I think it's really cool that you are starting a community with that mentality. Like yeah. from the ground up, you're like, hey, come here no matter what, no matter what you're capable of doing, which in fairness is every CrossFit gym, but it's just it's nice that you're spelling it out for people, especially new people. Yeah, I, I wanted to be pretty clear right out of the shoot. Like <laughs> this, this is gonna be a word that we embrace because yeah. that's that's who we are. You'll be you catering know? to a, a group, I think, that are are underserved. There's a huge population of people, I believe that are, that feel awkward or nervous or anxious ridden to go to a coach who's incredibly fit. Usually like usually these coaches are, you know, 21, 22, and they've got, you know, 30 abs and they never wear a shirt. And, you know, you found an old guy like me. It's like, I'm not going to go ask that guy how much I should, how much weight I should put on. I'm just going to put on a lot. So they're impressed by me, you know? And then you end up getting hurt and, and you don't enjoy the experience and you leave, you never come back, you know? And so I think it sounds like you're going to be serving a community that, that needs, uh, you know, like-minded people that can help them stay fit, stay in fitness, like do what you've done, which is, Hey, this is a, a time bound commitment, not a, a, you know, get fit, you know, quick scheme. Yeah. Um, underserved, uh, fantastic term. Yes. Profound, um, profound yeah, term. Very, right. Very profound. <laughs> um, um, I would have to, I, I would have to assume, like, I, I wouldn't even want to guess how many people out there are, are, are too embarrassed to walk into the box. Like how many of, of those are there? Those are who I'm going after. Um, because I think that everybody can start. I, I think it's just the word. And I found the word intimidating to CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, but people in the demographic that I want to serve, um, you know, they're not doing box jumps when they start, you know, they're learning how to get up and down off the ground safely. So um, just little things that, uh, you know, what a coach look at that person and realize like, wow, I'm going to have to teach them how to get up off the ground first. Are they, or do they understand that? I would not be surprised if, um, once you opened up, you not only foster that, you know, that new community, that community that may have been intimidated by CrossFit, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you also grow some serious competitors because it's not always the gym with the super ripped bods. It's the gym with the best community that athletes want to be at of all levels. So I, I really wouldn't be surprised to see that, you know, we get, we get games athletes coming out of your gym, just, <laughs> just alongside the folks that maybe were scared to walk into the box a week ago. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm super excited for you. I love the name Scaled Nation. I, you know, Nikki made a joke, but we really should co-brand that. We really should. I'm I'm all up in the scaled. Like that's my been my mantra for a long time. So you know, I'm game. Send all us right. shirts. Need them. Yes, <laughs> love it. We will absolutely make it happen. 
So how soon have you guys launched or how soon do you launch the, they give us the details. Group? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great question. So uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a fly in here. It's driving me crazy. Um, so my challenge right now is getting equipment as mm. you guys probably know that. Um, so it's being piecemealed one dumbbell and barbell at a time. <laughs> of course. So yeah, it's really just going to be how long is it going to take to get enough, you know, it's a 20, 20, 20, 20 by 20 box. So it's not like I'm going to be able to have a bunch of people here at one time. So it's unlimited, but it has to be enough to, to get it going. And then the other thing was, um, you know, I really want it to be open for people um, to be able to be part of the community and part of the box digitally, um, which is one of the strategies. So it's just how long is it going to take to figure out what that looks like? I don't know yet. I literally just got, you know, the affiliate approved. So I'm all official now. And we've started demo in the garage. Yeah. And, uh, that's about as far as we're at right now. But um, I'm just trying to figure out every day what this looks like. Cool. When you, when you say digitally, what does that mean? Are you talking Zoom classes or just? Yep. Yeah, I want people to be able to be part of the community from their living room and get rid of that idea that they can't start, you know, like let them let them start it out in their own environment where they feel safe. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'd love my box to be a, a, a springboard, you know, let um, you know, let's work out digitally. And when they, when they get to a point where they're feeling confident and they're like, yeah, I can do this, then help them find a box that's local to them. That's cool. Because that is like, as soon as gyms opened again, I feel like a lot of us were very quick to like abandon. We've just been stuck at home and they were like, screw yeah. this and back in the gym. And it is cool to continue to offer that option to people. And even people who might not end up at your gym themselves. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you tied into the, you know, this whole theme around scale. Like my parents are, or my dad's a CrossFitter, goes to a CrossFit gym. So he's a CrossFitter. And uh, I just have trouble wrapping my mind around that he's a CrossFitter now. <laughs> and my mom and dad started this weight loss journey together about 11 months ago. And uh, my mom works out, but she works out at home and she does it alone. You know, and I don't think it's very fun for her. Just a little that I talk to her. I mean, she does it and God bless her. She lost 45 pounds or so. Um, and she looks great. But, you know, I'm imagining when I originally talked to her, I said, Hey, you should go to the CrossFit gym with dad. You'll really like it. And she's like, no, you know, I'm not comfortable working out in front of others. Not into it. And, and that that's great. There are plenty of people like that. I just imagine like, I wish you had had this when she was doing it. Cause I like, I mentally, I love the image of her being in a community, even if she's in yeah. the privacy of her own home or exactly. her bedroom or wherever, you know? So I think, again, you're hitting a, a real, underserved community. Like, you know, you might be hitting on a gold mine. You may revolutionize CrossFit and the way gyms are run, which truthfully would be a really great thing if others could latch onto this, you know, be cool. What about the, um, give us all the details on your book. Now people have heard this profound interview. They're going to want (laughs) to (laughs) hear the rest of your story. So what's going on with that? Um, the book is out on Kindle. Uh, you can pretty much find it on any of the online. It's on Google Play and Apple and Kindle. Um, it comes out officially on paperback on Tuesday. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I know. You'll be able to get the paperback on uh, Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And the official title is? The official title is Lifting the Weight, W-A-I-T. So cool. That's awesome. Oh, Athena, that's I'm so excited for you. This is so cool. 
Thank you. Man, I it's, feel lazy all of a sudden. Like, no, I know, there's done, a pizza waiting for me downstairs. And I'm like, oh. you've done so much. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just making memes and hanging out, man. Good for you. So Your contributions are appreciated more than, you know, yeah, I don't know about that. She's right. She's right. <laughs> I tell you what my favorite part of this, Nikki, you missed it before you came on. You know what her nickname is? What? what? Bean. Oh, mine. Athena's nickname is Bean. Bean? No way. Bean. Yes. We have two beans on this call tonight. We do. Two beans. Oh it's great. Only one is nice. How <laughs> right. <laughs> have you been, is your nickname is Bean too? Oh, no, no, I just, I've seen Bean the cat in the background. Yeah, he's right oh, here. that yeah. Bean. Yeah, this that Bean. bean. The like, most important Bean. He's, he's always close. And he got, he actually got, so he got featured uh, also about weight loss yesterday. I got him featured on a, on a on an Instagram page called We Rate Chonks. Chunks. And so I, I, somebody, I'd seen somebody did it. I'm like, oh, Bean's kind of fat. I'll send some photos in. So I sent a, I, I call him my chonky boy, you know, so I send him, I send in a photo but they require that he's he's on a diet in order to post it. So I had to lie to him. They go, is he on a diet? I'm like, oh yeah, he's lost a full pound on his diet. I fat shamed him. It was great. They require that your chunky pets are on a diet in I, order yeah. to feature them. Yeah, I had to send in. I sent in seven photos and had to give a little story and tell whether or not he was on a diet. So of course I lied like a sailor and. uh he you does know, look thick in those photos that you he, sent them to. Like look, I know he's not that thick he, in real life, but a, those he's a thick cat. He's a thick he, boy. He, here's the thing, he's not. Like I'm tempted at some point to give him a bath and then take photos. He'd be skinny. Like he's like he's a just, wet rat. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just full of hair. Like it's all over the house. Oh my God, it's horrible. And but so he looks huge. And he's you know, he's a normal sized cat, but he just looks gigantic. And in photos, he looks even bigger, like when he gets fluffy, you know. I'm really glad we went down this tangent. Yes. He's going to end up having his own memes, you know? Well, well he's had a few. And I got to be honest, I was a little upset that he got featured because they rate these chunks. It says, we rate chunks. And they gave him a nine and a half out of 10. Bean is a straight up 10. Screw that. Nine and a half is pretty good. No, I take a, a nine and a half. Yeah, me too. He's a 10. I was, I was like, no, he's perfect the way he is, but... Screw it's them. a proud papa right there you know, I know I nine tell. and a half not my son <laughs> i know it's my boy we're talking about here i mean so you know he can be an asshole to me but i love him you know so anyway <laughs> this was a weird rabbit hole sorry i didn't mean to take bizarre. anyway I, I, I love it yep. i feel the same way about my dog the best dog in the world well, you're going to get Nikki on a tangent now because she's got two. Here we I go. Will, I will stop before we start. Dog moms, yeah. Yeah. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I like, need another hour. Yeah, we we could spend an hour talking about Nikki's dogs. There's absolutely <laughs> no doubt about that. Well, well, Athena, thank you for being on. We really, yeah, really appreciate it. Your story, so besides being super inspirational, I think it's you know very, very helpful. And I'm most excited about how much help you're going to be doing in the community besides the book, like your gems, like. It's just really an amazing idea. So congratulations for that. Thank you. I, I'm hoping that it, you know, I, I got to take it from the idea and then actually like make it happen. But well, Nikki and I will help you any way we can. Let us know. Um, for you know our, our, our platforms, for lack of a better term, are at your disposal. So let us know. And we're happy to help. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. you know, thank you so much for what you're doing. Well, so, I appreciate you guys yeah. so much. Yeah. We're going to co-brand those shirts. I'm ready. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to do it. Scaled nation. I can't wait. 
Maybe All right. Three. Well, Nikki, this has been fun as always. As always. And uh, you have a pizza, so we will let you go from the <laughs> weight loss topic to go eating your pizza. <laughs> and I will go hang out with my chubby cat and drink my basic spiked seltzer. So for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys being on. Before we go, uh, new merch out. Check out links in our bios. We've got shirts, patches, tanks that are really cool. And there's a Patreon page as well. Links in all of our bios. We'd love for you guys to join and be a part of the fun. So with that, we will let you go and we will chat with you guys soon.